Happy Pride Month! This is your Divinely Queer host, Asa Laveau, letting you know that this episode and each one during Pride Month is brought to you by Queer Money Gang. Join now at QueerMoneyGang.com. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Entrequeer Newer Show with Asa Laveau. I am your divine and queer host, Asa Laveau. Before I say anything else, happy Pride Month to all of you all, to all you beautiful people, whether you are an L, a G, a B, a T, a Q, a plus, or just you. If you're just like, Asa, I'm new, then that's great. I'm glad that you're here to celebrating uh, Pride Month. It has been a journey, <laughs> to say the least, to finally get to this Pride Month celebration. And I am ecstatic about it. For those in the Queer Money Gang, hashtag gang gang, I see you, I hear you. I'm also glad that you are a part of co-creating another entrepreneurial show. And if you aren't familiar with the term entrequeer-newer, it is a term that I coined to articulate the, the intersection of all things entrepreneurial as well as queer, because I desire a place that I can talk about both. I wanna be able to talk about uh, our first queer kisses, and I also wanna talk about you no know, landing pages and revenue. Like I believe that both are important to how we show up in the world. And one thing about, um, I just mentioned the L, the G, the B, the T, the Q, and the plus. One thing that we don't always talk about um, is that A, so if we go, as far as we can go. So we have LGBTQ2IAP. And the A, we don't always talk about the A as much. Of course, we understand that the A represents a couple of things. So people that are asexual, people that feel like they're agendered, but also people that are allies. Yep, people that are allies. Now, of course, I know it's Pride Month, and no, I am not desiring to center allies um, in the month where we take pride in ourselves. However, there are so many questions about how to be a quote-unquote good ally, or what even it really means to be an ally, because some people may feel they are one, and through their actions, like that's just not real. Like it's so not real. But then people aren't familiar with the, the term or the languaging. And they might not even say they are one. However, through their actions over decades, they are the epitome of an ally. And so that is why I felt it important to bring someone on that can give us a little bit of clarification not just about allyship, but about the work and what it means to just 
care about and potentially save LGBTQ plus lives. And with that, I have someone by the name of Lisa Konecki, who is here. Lisa, are you there? I am Asa. Greetings. Hello. Welcome, everyone. So glad that you're here. So Lisa, before we start, we at the Entrepreneur Show, we value pronouns. And what pronouns do you use? I use she, her, hers. Awesome. So before we get started, I would really, really like to know, because you are an author, what is a book when you were a little girl that you would curl up to or read the pages ragged? What book was that for you? Oh, what a wonderful question. Um, it it started out being Billy Goat's Gruff, but then mm. my, my grandma did the voice of the troll and then it scared me. So, <laughs> so then I moved from that one um, to, um, it was all, I mean, I am so old, Asa. It was all the little golden bur- girl or the golden I, books. I know, yes, the golden books. Yeah. I yeah. love those books. Yep. And so then from there, um, I kind of moved into Dr. Seuss. And so taboo or not, it was anything Dr. Seuss. And you know what? I get that. Like, yeah, I get the whole clarification that you just said, taboo or not, because let's just be real. Like, we love Dr. Seuss. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, we dig him. I remember my son was born. I put on Horton Hears a Who show. <laughs> oh my goodness, that thing just stayed on forever. It seems right. Like. So I totally get that. And thank you for sharing that with us. And as we become more in the know about Lisa, please tell us about the book that you have decided to share with the world. I am so, I am excited to share it with the world. And before I go any further, I should explain that this is what a um, Wisconsin accent sounds like. So you don't have to adjust your volume. This is a born and bred cheesehead, nasally Wisconsin accent. So there, I just wanted to throw that out there. So, um, so, oh my gosh, writing the book, it was, it was a bucket list. And it all started when I was a middle school counselor second year as a middle school counselor I was sitting in my office and a seventh grade student age 12 walks in and says to me Miss Kennecke it's easier pretending to be a boy than it is to be gay in this town so this was a student that was assigned female at birth at the time I was a 40 year old cisgender white woman of privilege and I wasn't out to my students yet mm. And here's a 12 year old student of color of which we didn't have a lot in my school who had more courage in their pinky than I did in my whole body. So Asa, I looked over at my desk and I saw a pen from the Trevor Project. And most of the listeners may know the Trevor Project is the nation's leading suicide prevention hotline for LGBT youth. And I determined that if I didn't come out to the student, the student, hopefully would still be alive the next day. So I went home, talked to my wife. I was afraid I was gonna get fired. So I came back to school the next day, came out to the student, to which the student says to me, no dumb, Miss Kennecke. 
<laughs> so I guess I should have known. And so then it was, okay, I want to write a, a quick read with funny stories that anyone can pick up, whether it is a grandparent, it is a community member, and I, as a school counselor, I really wanted educators to know how to create safe places for all students, especially the LGBTQ plus students. So for two years, I wrote a blog and it literally is the ABCs of how to be an inclusion ally. A, I start with ally. B, I talk about bisexual and what resources are there. The letter C is cisgender and, and on and on. So. I'm so excited. This this Pride, um, this is the one year anniversary and we are going to put second edition out June 1st. So yay. Oh, I am so freaking excited for you. Like that is beautiful. Like that's just great. So as I'm listening to that, what is the reason that you feel like you decided and chose mm -hmm. to stay safe in your closet as long as you did? What a wonderful question. Um, it was my privilege that allowed me to stay there. And then looking into the eyes of that 12 year old child, I had to make a shift. And I was like, what am I doing? If that student is able to speak their truth who am I? I felt like a fraud. And that was, and that basically, that conversation helped me create a TED talk as well, because I just, I didn't want to be a fraud anymore. And so by writing the book, um, it gave me a chance to talk to little Lisa who grew up on the farm. So you asked me what books I read. I, most of the time I was out playing with tractors and my GI Joe. So anyway, so I didn't have any role models growing up and speaking my truth and finally coming out, I wrote this book for that student and it has a rainbow on the cover. The goal mm. is to have the book everywhere so that any kid questioning ally, whatever, be like, Ooh, a rainbow. I know what that is. And mm -hmm. so it's just, it's an invitation to be your true self. I, I really, really dig that. And you, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. You said mm -hmm. the next edition. <gasps> That's be, right. Mm -hmm. So you mean it's already come out. So that means you've already gotten some feedback. Would that be accurate? I do actually. Thanks for asking that question. The feedback came from the first edition to where at least this is wonderful, funny stories. Their words, not mine. Well, I think I'm kind of funny too, but I do tell <laughs> my true stories. Um, and, it's, and it is, it is, here's an opportunity to learn about our world and, you know, to, to join in. And then people, a lot of schools and districts would call me and say, you know, we want to use this for our either gay straight alliance or gender sexuality alliance. I've also had businesses who want to use it for their employee resource groups or affinity groups. Mm -hmm. They're like, do you have any journal pages? To which I said, what an excellent idea. So the second edition has prompts in it for the reflection. 
And when I take people through the book, the main thing that I really want to do is so that they can remember how to basically to save lives. And the three words that I use, Asa, is show, shift, and shape. Are you okay if I talk a little bit about please, those? Please, okay, please. fantastic. So as I'm writing the book, the one thing that I really wanted to get across to the grandparents, the educators, the community members, that if you can show a rainbow ribbon, we gays will sniff that out. And so then mm -hmm. you, you know, more than likely are a safe person. So I wanted people to show their allyship and it could be words, it could be symbols, it could be even showing up and volunteering somewhere. So I talk about that in the book because by showing up, what we really want is to help people shift from a small A ally to a capital A ally. And in my, my experiences, a small A ally is someone who might hear a homophobic, transphobic, racist joke, know that it's just not right, but they don't say anything versus the capital A ally is going to hear same joke or see um, a, a meme on social media that's just not right. And that capital A ally is gonna say something. They're gonna be like, you know, that's not cool. I have fill in the blank, you know, we all have our gay best friend, whatever it might be. And, and that kind of offends me. So taking, I'm giving some tips in the book, how to shift from the small A to the capital A, because then you're going to shift mindsets that eventually will shape our policies and procedures. When I look at where I want to either work or volunteer, and now in my consulting with school districts, I take a look at their policies and I try to see what and who are enumerated out as part of their mission, et cetera. So show that you're an ally, shift from a small A to a capital A, and then we can shape some policies and procedures and save a lot of lives. Indeed, indeed. And I like the designation between little A and big A. I think that's important. Mm -hmm. because not everybody gets it so i right. thank you for that and with the allyship i would love to know has there been anyone that has been a big a ally for you oh what a wonderful question i would say that i had outside of my birth family my chosen family were all capital a allies and here's what's funny about that asa is that okay so i told you about the student who said, well, duh, Miss Kenneke. So if we back the train up just a little bit, uh, when I was 25 years old, I was living out in the Washington DC area and I had come home to Wisconsin for Thanksgiving. And I was talking about, I couldn't find a boy to date. I was just having a horrible time to which, and I'm 25 years old, to which my sister says, well, Lisa, it's because you're gay please pass the carrots. Mm. So it was, oh it was, yeah. So that was her capital A, like, duh, we all know that. Could you like catch up a little bit? And so <laughs> she, so my sister has been wonderful for me. Um, but then on the other side, my brother and father have been horrible. Um, mm. And that can be another story for another time. But my aunts and uncles embraced me. Um, teachers, camp directors, there are so many that it, it's, I have been truly, truly blessed. I'm so happy that you are 
and feeling like you're truly, truly blessed to have someone like your sister in your yeah. life. Because I believe yeah. that many of us that are co-creating this this episode with you right now, we we have so many stories of people mm-hmm. like your like your brother and your dad that just yeah. aren't don't have the capacity. They just don't right. for some reason they just do not have the capacity to just see us <laughs> as yeah. complete divine beings. Mm-hmm. So I'm very happy that you have that. And I would, since you do have, you know, that first edition out, do you have any, has anyone ever come up to you and said, you know what, because of the book, I now understand that of how to be one. And I've, I've changed, like I've actually done some work on myself. I just got goosebumps by you asking that question because the answer is a multitude, way more than I ever thought. It's so interesting. I was like, I will put this book out and bless my my chosen family. I will sell a hundred copies. And we are well into the over 2000 copies sold, working on getting it into corporations and school districts. And I would say I received from two students who read the book, emails saying thank you you saved my life you changed my life so the students telling me that are just fantastic and then the the outpouring of love and support and people wanting to shift from small a's to capital a allies they're like lise we love your book what else can we do and so they've brought it to their businesses they've brought me in as trainer because i'm a professional speaker as well so i've done trainings mm-hmm. on on how to do all of this information and and it's it's a small little ripple asa but it's going nationwide and I actually am going to be speaking um, this June Pride in Canada. So I'm going to be an international speaker as well. Look at you. (laughs) That is so good. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. Oh, I love that. So with the, so with, okay, let me go back. With the success of the TED Talk, was your TED Talk around allyship and LGBTQ lives? It was actually um, the... TED Talk was before the book came out. And so um, it was February of 2020 when I did my TED Talk with the catalyst of that 12 year old student. I was like, I need to teach the world about show shift and shape. And so my TED Talk is called Allies Save Lives. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and again, mm -hmm, I talked about shifting and all of those things. And and I loved, love that was a bucket list. So I did that in February. March, the pandemic hit. April, I said to my publisher, well, my friend who now is my publisher, I think I want to write a book. I have two years of blogs. Let's write a book. And she said, great. When do you want it out? And I said, in June. So in two months, we put together and self-published a book by Lisa Kennecke, who grew up on a farm in rural Wisconsin, and it became an Amazon bestseller. I'm excited to say for Pride Month that it's in Barnes and Nobles, it's in Target, it's all over, my friend. So go out and get a copy of Be an Inclusion Ally, the ABCs of LGBTQ+. Can we just, like, go back just about three seconds? Because you just said that your book is in Target. Mm-hmm. Can we just like act like that's a big deal? <laughs> because that's a big deal. <laughs> we can. Thank you. Because what's what's so fun is that 
you know, in the book, so you, and, and here's, yes, I'm excited about that too, my friend. That was also <laughs> a bucket list. And you asked about the allies. And I think for me, the book is also an homage to the people who have blazed the trails before me, upon which shoulders I stand now. So I talk about Marsha P. Johnson and mm -hmm. Sylvia Romero and the history of pride telling allies you know and it's just a it's just a little micro um lesson on here's why we have this and and then i do talk about you know that glisten the gay lesbian straight education network is such a phenomenal resource and with target here's where i was going with that my friend is that target actually gives money to glisten in june for their pride collection. So it's called hashtag take pride and then money goes to glisten. So I'm really? very excited about that. Yeah, so if Target wants to buy more of my books or glisten wants to support me, I talk about human rights campaign, the Trevor project, you name it. Next book, maybe um, I'll talk about you, my friend. <laughs> Feel free, you're more than welcome to. Like, seriously. Um, uh, as you, and as you, are achieving successes and you're getting the feedback, what would you like for your next phase to look mm. like? What a wonderful question. The next phase, one is to have the book available um, and accessible in every school across the country. So that is, that's dream one. I'm starting with Wisconsin. There are 444 districts in Wisconsin. And like other parts of the nation, some parts are not welcoming. I grew up in one of those non-welcoming areas. But if I can have a book with a rainbow on it in a library that a kid picks up and they learn something or an adult does, and it saves lives. I don't even need to know about it. It's just one of those paying it forward. So having my book everywhere, um, meeting, you know, I'd be okay with Robin Roberts having me on Good Morning America. So mm -hmm. Robin, if you're listening, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, yeah. So there's that. Um, and then um, I'm also, I'm doing presentations for mental health providers to help them understand how to support our community as well so that people stay alive. I mean, I'm just, I'll just say it that plainly and simply, simply um, because so many more students are finding their true selves and coming out as trans. And I just want to, as a cisgender ally, help people understand how we can help everyone stay alive. Yes, that is, I, I really appreciate that because there are many different forces uh, mm -hmm. that are doing their best to annihilate right. um, the queerness in people. So I appreciate you saying that. And with Pride Celebration now being here finally, yeah. what are you looking forward to celebrating? What a wonderful question. One of the first things that I do, I am not kidding you, June 1st, we make our we make our way to Target. And I, I can't even make that up. So my wife and I, it's on the calendar. 
And everyone, I'll tell you, you can go online and you can find a lot of this stuff online. So that's one thing. Um, I love being able, this may sound silly, but Asa, I love saying happy pride. I love, it doesn't matter who I greet. I love saying happy pride. And then they can look at me and be like, happy pride back. (laughs) (laughs) And now that, you know, I'm fully vaccinated, there's going to be a lot of hugs coming up. So um, for me, it is, um, if I could speak all 30 days, I'm working on getting into independent bookstores and doing book signings. Good for you. Yeah, schools are out. So, you know, it's, it's spreading the word in June. That's what I love about Pride. Well, if you ever desire to have uh, another queer identified person with you, I'd be happy to do a joint book signing with you wherever. Um, seriously, I would love to do that. I have a book that launched this month during Pride Month as well. So Yay. if you're ever available, uh, yeah. please let me know. I would love that. Thank you. That would be wonderful. Of course. So as you think about your book being well of course your book is real but in the Mm -hmm. next 50 years oh yeah would you like for your book to be read or would you like for your book to not have a space due to a shift in the culture what a poignant question one of those things so as a middle school counselor i i would embrace the times where i would work myself out of a job that i had given enough tools to the young people that they could you know make their own decisions and move forward Mm -hmm. so um it would be a wonderful place in this universe if we didn't need to constantly remind people about the plight however i think that from from a his, historical standpoint to be able to say here's where we were in 2021 in pride and you know in 50 years look at where we've come to where i mean we're going to be talking about holograms and pronouns mm-hmm. used there we're going to be talking about you know non-gendered robots that's what i think is going to be happening <laughs> and there will probably even be my guess is in 50 years that paper books will still be around but there's going to be other ways that it can be accessible um, to other people so i guess if i can i'm going to say both and if i mm-hmm. may i get yeah. it i totally get that Fun so question. <laughs> my my last question before we or what I think will be my last question uh-huh. as we begin to wrap up this session is do you believe that you wrote this book with a type of Reconjuring, restructuring of your history, your personal history, um, as if to say, this was the book that if your father or brother oh. had read it, it yep. would have made a difference. Uh, no, and and I say that because I made conscious decisions as to which stories I put in, mm-hmm. and and which ones I didn't. 
And there are, just as we all do, there are tragic stories, there are horrific stories, of which I feel that I have been the rainbow phoenix that has risen from the ashes. Mm -hmm. And I think that um, they aren't ready for that yet. And I take that energy and try to put it into the people who are willing to have a conversation and willing to um, un unconditionally love their children, which is not was not my experience. And so it's interesting because I even thought about putting pictures of my family in here, but I mm -hmm. was afraid I was afraid of the backlash for them. Right because they are in conservative areas. So so the answer is no. Do I wish someday I could write that book? Perhaps. But right now it's 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 not really about me. It's about saving the other people. Well, it is about me through my funny stories. And so let's use, I'm using the humor instead of the tragedy. I get it. I really mm -hmm. do. And thank you for sharing and thank you for being a a space where someone can actually learn because i feel well not i feel i have seen since our semi-cultural awakening within the last you know year mm -hmm. uh in america i have seen a lot of responses to people that desire more information to and the responses to them have been go do the work i i you don't i'm i'm done telling you um, about my experience, go find out. Yep. And a lot of times people don't even know where to go find out. That's the thing. And so and sometimes in our dismissal of people, mm -hmm. we can sometimes allow there to be a continuation of the crap that we don't like. Right. Because we're not and, able to be a voice. And, and I think that I have finally in the last couple of years, used my age and that privilege to be able to say, please ask me questions. I am Lisa Kay, your everyday gay. I pick up <laughs> dog poop just like everybody else does. And, mm -hmm. and I love, I love, love, love being that resource, that beacon to use intersectionality. And if I don't know the answer, let's, let's find it out together, my friend. Indeed. I dig that. Thank you for being that. Mm-hmm. So for all of you all that are interested in finding Lisa K, the everyday gay. <laughs> Love it. And, and, and definitely getting her book, uh, Be an Inclusion Ally, ABCs of LGBTQ+. If you are interested, please, please, please go to the show notes. All of the links and the ways to connect with Lisa are there. So if you're driving right now, please don't crash trying no. to write, write the information <laughs> down. It's in the show notes. Like it's in the show notes, I promise you. And yes, this is Pride Month. So if there's a target near you, like go there. Go there, there go. right now. Uh, find the Pride section and find out if you can see Lisa's book. Mm -hmm. um, remember, it's big rainbow on the cover. That's Very, right. Like big, big ass rainbow. <laughs> find that book. <laughs> Uh, and feel free to reach her and let her know your thoughts um, and any conclusions that you have received from reading it. Because it's not, it's yes, we love, you know, to buy the book, but also, you know, actually crack the thing open mm -hmm. and 
uh, read the content that is important. So Lisa, thank you again. For those that are listening, thank you for co-creating another episode. And as always, I am Asa LeBeau, dreams and blessings.